1: I'm back. Two week absence.
0: Welcome back, my son.
1: Here to pod. <laughs> what, are we, what are we kicking off with our team? Yeah, we got we to gotta kick off with our team as yeah, well. So, what did you get into this week? So, I did Mariapa out for Mendy. Great I mean, transfer. Nailed zero, on. zero, Perfect transfer. I mean, Mariapa Fantastic. probably got a point. He started. So, <sighs> net loss of everything. Mendy dead for life. Terrible transfer. But I ended up on 70 points. I rose 166K. Uh, Game week rank only 1.3 mil, but I guess that gives you green arrows these days. I don't even know what to believe. Arsenal game wasn't good, but Captain Kane, very good. Lukaku keeps scoring. Fucking David is not to rub it in, but man, that was such a good shot by you. (laughs) I wish (laughs) you still had him. Uh, Rub it in. He is just... Everything that you sold him to be in the preseason pods, he is that. He's the cheapest. He's the nailedest. He's the fucking scenesest on City. Back-to-back races of assists is insane.
0: Yeah, he's got six assists in six games, and he's started every game. And him and Kevin are really the only shouts at finishing 90. Everyone else is subject to being subbed off early and. He's doing it. I, I mean, even though some of his assists are just harmless side passes, they have a quality that they're going to be finishing those for, for goals at, at times, like yeah. we saw do this past want, want,
1: What team out of all teams would you want harmless side passes on? It's obvious. Oh, steady. hi. Hi, Alon. Yeah, he, welcome, lead, he leads back. all midfielders in big chances created, leads all midfielders in assists. And also of note, every game he's returned, he's gotten two baps. So. That's good, too. Even in a game where he got a yellow card, he still got two paps. So, David is seen. Salah, obviously, just scores every week. So, nothing to be said there. And then I only got one clean at the back, which always feels horrible, especially this season, because there's just been so many cleans. But Jones, Max, Bones makes it a little better. But, yeah, the Mendy injury, especially on a clean, is just like, fucking fuck me, dude. I saved up my money so patiently <laughs> all those weeks for the transfer, and then, yeah, that's what happens.
0: Yeah, I mean, you can't adjudicate for something like that. It's yeah. Just, just, and realistically, you were looking between him and Alonzo. And yeah, and they Obviously, both Alonzo would have been better. You would have gotten a point, and he's not dead, but, I mean, neither of them really came in this week, obviously. So, you know, it's just one of those where you, you have think, the money. I think
1: Alonzo got zero also. <laughs> he had a card, and he got subbed off earlier. right? yeah, yeah. yeah. But, yeah, um, he's not dead, so that would have been better. But, yeah, I mean, it's those type of toss-up things where it's like out of everyone I was looking at, I was like Mendy, Alonzo, Autumn Mendy, maybe one or two others. I don't really even remember. You know, I chose the worst one. That happens sometimes. You just have to deal with it. Looking like a likely wild card after this week with Mendy probably out long-term, Chalaba out for life. Jones maybe is knocked now. I don't know. It's looking like all of a sudden it's like a little bit shaky on my team. So,
0: yeah, we'll we'll get there. But um, the Jones nine was nice, and yeah. um, I mean, I, I ended up with seventy five. A lot of the kind of same players that you have, we have the same front line, and I really the difference was Ward for me. Yeah. He just came in with eight again. He's just been fantastic for me since I wild carded him in. I've gotten sixteen points out of two starts from him. Um, two baps on both his cleans that I, I played yeah, him that's
1: for. that's fucking huge. Wow.
0: It's huge. I, it's just completely huge. And Burnley looking like a very good and reliable rotating defense, unlike something like Swansea, where you really don't know what kind of team Clement's going to set up for home or away and how defensive they're going to be. And you don't know when their cleans are going to come. I mean, I, I anticipate them to park the boss more away than they have done at home. So, you know, at West Ham suddenly looks better than home Huddersfield because, I don't know, he's going to play for three points at the Liberty. I'm not sure. But, you know, again, 75 points felt good. Got a nice green arrow. Captain Kane um, went without Aguero.
1: The Aguero, dude, the the goal late on was
0: such a a backbreaker. How many places
1: did we drop because of that one goal?
0: Probably 150 or so,
1: okay, because, I mean, he was
0: looking at five and then all of a sudden it was like a... A, uh, yeah, a six point Five goal. and
1: no bonus, probably. Yeah.
0: No, not even close to bonus to a six point goal, 11 point hole. It's just Sacco. It's so frustrating with Sacco because he's so uncoordinated and odd looking all game. And then you see what's coming there. You know, he's, they're, they're going to cross yeah. it into Aguero, and yeah. he's fucking a foot taller than him. And he's just marking space instead of the man. It's so confusing. Yeah, he fucked and up. He, but,
1: you know, he's, he just fucked up. He was bad, but he'll be fine, I think. He just hasn't no. played in so long. Yeah, he'll be okay.
0: But from an FPL perspective, yeah, that goal is just uh, totally devastating because we were – I mean, I had a good game week, but it was about to be great if Aguero was set on yeah. five points. So. Yeah. But we'll, we'll talk more about the Aguero situation later. But, yeah, interesting week. Again, we, we're seeing all of the heavy-hitting forwards really coming in big.
1: Flying. All the captaincy options absolutely soaring. It's another week where it's like you think about M- – you know, we'll jump in further, but later. But you look at team structure, and it's hard to go against three heavy-hitting forwards because they just between Kane, Kuhn, Lukaku, Marata, Lacazette. It's just like they're all just like nailed and scoring at will, and no, no other forward, even Firmino, Vardy, are really coming anywhere near them. So.
0: Yeah, so let's talk about that after this break.
1: Yeah. Um, Oh, I just had such a good transition. Wait, say your transition again. I don't remember what I said, (laughs) but it was good. Um, All right, so shout out the current September leader of the FMLPL Prize League, the Jubious Bandits, a.k.a. Alex Fergus's son. Wait, wait, wait.
0: This is scenes. We can't just jump in there with this. We need to lay the marker.
1: Okay, let's lay the marker then. So we have obviously
0: month by month mug league, FML FPL patrons yeah, prize league. The winner of the we, month
1: wins a mug.
0: We had someone come in, you know, 5 or 6 days ago who's absolutely killing it in the month of September and after his admission into the league catapulted up to the number 1 spot. I mean, this isn't like fucking Time Warner Cable network or, <laughs> you know, some random piece of shit customer service like it's bullshit if you join the league. A week before the final game week of a month, and and are are shoe in for the mug. So we're completely disregarding that player, human person as an entrant, and we'll refund you your your two dollar whatever the fuck mug yes. fee. But we're not having that. I mean that's ridiculous bullshit. And we're not going to be hacked by by you guys. So, yeah, so From now on, yeah. if you don't if you don't enter at the beginning of the month, then you're not going to be in consideration to win the mug at the end of the month. Just because you're having a flyer in the month of December and you sign up on December fucking 20th doesn't mean that you're getting that mug. It's ridiculous.
1: Right. So just to be eligible to win the October mug, for instance, you have to be in the prize league by the start of game week eight. Simple as that. So don't fuck us. We're not trying to fuck you. You know, let's, uh, let's keep the fucking to the pitch. Um, and then also should say that this entire game week counts all of game week 7 counts and people are asking because the Sunday games fall on October 1st we're not that fucking technical about it this is the last game week in September so it counts the full one Yeah. Um, but yeah the Jubius Bandits aka Alex Fergus' son good on you, good lad Um, top the Survivor League Liam Kelly swooping in Fucking takes the first place spot on goal differential, well, absolute legend. And then uh, the public league, Nick. Oh my god, this name, Nick Papalop <laughs> Papalopropolis. Stop, stop disrespecting the Greek flag. Papalopropolis, I think that's right. Papa Lebron. Papa Lebron aka Upper Echelon, and Kareem Jameladini. Fucking a both Dream on bar. Yeah, both on 405 points, killing it. Let's fucking move on and get me out of here. <laughs> God,
0: <that's> horrible. <laughs> horrible segment. <laughs>
1: uh, so what are we talking about? Should we start with team structure where we uh left I want to talk
0: about team structure because Everyone's looking at the fixtures. Everyone has their fucking thumb out of their ass, and you're looking at all these premium forwards who are all 10 mil plus, blah, 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 blah. Everyone's firing at will. We all know that United's fixtures dip kind of soon. Murata's fixtures get better. City, we have the question mark over Aguero and Jesus. But at the end of the day, we have one captaincy per week, and if you're spending $33 or thereabouts in your strike force, you have significant deficiencies in the rest of your the rest of your team. Do you think that it's a good it's a good job to have three players in the forward line that are all 10 mil plus? Or do you think that it's better to just maybe pick two, look at how you could rotate captaincy or, or cycle captaincy throughout those two big hitters and disseminate the money down the line?
1: Um speaking as someone who might wildcard soon I think I would go three big ones up top. I mean, you look at my squad. Right now, I'm Kane, Lukaku, Firmino up front. I have 1.9 in the bank. So essentially, I have that money all tied up. If if I were to do Firmino to Morata, which I can afford to do, I have it. And I don't think I really have the deficiencies everywhere else. I mean, I have two 4.5s, two 4.5 mids on my bench. I have Silva and Salah. I have... Brady, who's kind of soupy, kind of could rotate to a different 5-5, but I'm fine with him. And then I have a pretty good defense aside from the injuries. So I think it's very reasonable to have the big three. And while it sucks to not be able to captain more than one or whatever, you're still limiting the damage incurred when you miss on captain and one of the other guys is captain. And there's still, like, even the highest... Owned guys is Rahm, probably still. He's still, you know, whatever, 50 or 60% owned. That just means 40% of other people don't have him. So you're still like climbing the rankings when he scores. It's not like bad when he scores. And other than him, Kane is next with 28%. Like, if you have three big hitters and captain a blanker instead of Kane, but you have Kane, you're still outscoring the majority of people in the world, which is good. No?
0: Yeah. 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 I mean, I think the logic sound, um, follow-up question would be, can you really go three, four, three, or is this a strict four, three, three formation? Because I yeah, think
1: that's, that's the bigger question probably. Yeah.
0: I think that something we've all been struggling with this season, with the, the way that they've priced the players and the lack of mid priced midfielders who have come to the fore so far, um, in the early season, is that you really need to be spending the five to six and a half mil uh, budget on the defenders. And going 4-3-3 is, is a little unorthodox. It's not something we're used to as FPL players. We always want to put seven attackers out there, but it's a tough one if you want to spend 30 mil plus in the, in the strike force to be able to have four good midfielders. You yeah. don't want to punt on someone like Brady and another six million midfielder, but if you have someone like you know, Kolasinac at the at the back, or Babies, or Jones, or you have four good defenders, Bertrand, someone on City.
1: on yeah. Yeah. So what do you think? I mean, do you think that's just I what think that's, the new template is? Yeah, I think Fourth that is the way forward. I think we saw that a lot probably with teams that wildcarded last week or this week. And even though some big hitters, you know, like Mendy and Alonso, for example, fucking flopped this week. I still think that it would be my shape going forward if I were to wild card. Um yeah and the reason really is everything you just said. It's the money for value. I mean getting two four point five nailed on starters at midfielder is those are great bench guys. That's great depth for your team like a Tom Carroll and Loftus Cheek or something like that. And then you just get such good value for returns at in defense like you do every season but usually there's a midfielder who's going to be outscoring them but not really the case this year seems like like you mentioned the pricing all the best midfielders are like above 8 million and if you're rolling with that strike force you cannot afford like 3 of those guys yeah no you so, can you'd be you'd be threadbare yeah so i yeah i think 433 three is the way i mean the four defensive options don't have to be heavy. But if you're starting four every week, then you need at least, like, two-ish that you're comfortable starting every week. You can't be rotating many because you only have you know one backup defender. So, yeah. you know, I think that's the way that I would go. But, yeah, it, it is very abnormal. Even when I was, like showing my brother, like, uh, I would change to 4-3-3. Three, three. He was like, no, I like having four mids. And I was like, I know, <laughs> yeah, so but do like, I <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I wish I had another fucking Ericsson also, but I can only afford Mendy, so.
0: All right, so let's look at the premium strike force because there's still five or six names knocking about, and if we're going to have to pick three, we have to figure it out. So Murata came off a hat trick. Um, he's had... A lot of big chances over the last four game weeks. I think about seven, um, similar to Lukaku's numbers, and he's only getting Hazard in, which should theoretically uh, add to those those stats. And then we have you know we have Vardy's coming coming on, who's in the eight five region. Who's not not quite uh, premium, but he's someone vying for a spot, especially when we're looking at someone like Coutinho or uh, excuse me, Firmino. Who's been just diabolical with the stats. Like Awful. he's had two shots, two shots on target in the last four game weeks. It's and
1: like I eye, eye test wise, he's been so bad. He's been yeah, so
0: he's, out of form. Yeah, he's just been getting pulled out of position at wide and just not in there at all. Um and then we have a you know, Aguero is always going to be in there with the with the stats and, and top marks there. But if you have to pick three, what what are you looking at right now?
1: I mean the thing that we've been saying all year for the top, top guys, is that Morata, Lukaku, Kane, they all are so absolutely nailed to all hell that you just, like, probably have to put them ahead just for that reason alone. It's so hard to spend 11, what is he, 11-7 now on Aguero and just, you know, at this point, we can make an assumption, okay, I guess he's preferred to Jesus, but what was it, two, three weeks ago, we were like... Jesus confirmed definitely in front of Aguero. You know, it's only, you know, a week or two from now that maybe Jesus starts a game ahead of the Napoli tie and Aguero's bench for the full 90. We have no idea. So for that reason, I'd probably just go with the safe Kane-Lukaku-Murata, even though it feels really template to me.
0: Yeah, I mean I think with Aguero it's gonna be an interesting one this week and I think everyone's gonna be sweating that team sheet just because he played ninety midweek and he subbed Jesus off on fifty minutes or something ridiculous like that.
1: So Yeah and they have, much
0: like Yeah, I don't know. Much like the Bournemouth game where we saw him start Jesus alone up top. I mean against Chelsea you could imagine a world where he starts a four one four one or something like that and maybe Jesus is alone and Aguero's on the bench. I, I don't wanna Spread rumors like wildfire here, but it's not out, outrageous to think that Aguero is not going to start that game just because he's just played ninety and ninety, and you know what was it was the weekend and then Tuesday.
1: Um, yeah, I mean, or you know, the thing with City also is you look ahead and they have they have a few good fixtures after the Chelsea match, right? They're home Stoke, home Burnley, at West Brom. We see those from a fantasy perspective, and our eyes light up, but. Someone like Pep maybe sees those and is like, "Oh, great! I have a chance to rest, coon. You know, and yeah, right. I
0: can play like Sterling at fucking false nine or something."
1: Right. So I don't know. It's just so scary with Aguero, even though obviously his returns of late have been out of control.
0: Yeah, I think with City and Aguero and Jesus specifically, I think it's one of those where you just really need to hold for the medium term because yeah, you know what you're getting into with them—that he's going to be rotating and. He's going to sub some of them off early Depending on the game, the fixture If it's domestically or in Champions League And if if you Jerk and jerk And you're spending transfers on that spot You're just going to be spinning your wheels
1: And that's why, going back to David That's why Silva is such a good pick Because right. out of all the teams That we're talking about All the top, top teams Silva's the cheapest nailed midfield Of any of the top teams And he's returning regularly, you know what I mean? Yeah. So like Yeah, yeah. If you're going with that forward line of Kane, Lukaku, murata which are, who are all very nailed, you can bring in someone like David or versus if you have Aguero and maybe you wanted to say you have Aguero instead of like Kane or something you're paying more for Eriksson or Ali or you know, it just I don't know, it doesn't work out.
0: Yeah. Okay, so I also wanted to talk a little bit about the fixture shift for these premium sides because we're going to see Chelsea and and City's fixtures after they play each other this weekend turn uh, very favorable for them for the medium and near term. Lukaku and United have a little bit of a, a tougher run um, after they play Palace this weekend. They've got Liverpool, Huddersfield, Spurs, Chelsea in the next four. Hard to see a lot of profit from from Lukaku and United in those four fixtures. Do you subscribe to the notion that you can spend transfers taking someone like Lukaku out for Murata? going back to Lukaku in a few weeks or would you rather just stick with your horse spend your transfers elsewhere
1: um yeah i think i'm i'm totally fine with that i think if the southampton match taught us anything it's that like moo is still moo in a way like he sub Mkhitaryan off for chris molling mike Smalling rather and you know he was basically just playing like five or six at the back herrera Matich, all the fucking grunts that moo loves you know in those top game, those those top six games, Liverpool, Tottenham, Chelsea that are coming up, that he's just going to sit deep, play for a nil-nil, maybe a one-nil. So seeing anything more than like a six to eight or nine pointer for Lukaku is very hard to imagine um, versus, you know, Mur- someone like Murata could just be flying. So, yeah, I think I'm okay with that, and I guess that that's – just contradicts all of the things I just said about my top three strikers being those three. Um, it does. So I don't know. Fuck me in the ass. Yeah. Fuck you up the maybe, ass. Maybe maybe Lacazette in.
0: Lacazette in. Um, finally, I want to talk about Firmino because you're well, you, hold on. You're
1: not answering any of these questions. Who are your well, top strikers? You're not strikers? fucking
0: coming back. I'm trying to host. You've been away for two weeks. You're fucking sick. Yeah, you're sick. right. You're right. What I'm do you want out. from me?
1: Yeah, you're doing great. You're doing
0: great. Hey, I'm Adam. What's up? <sighs>
1: So, what are, who are your top strikers?
0: I mean, Kane is obviously just a ridiculous. Cut above. There's no no second guessing that.
1: Yeah, I know Mar- Marcus. Whatever, I can't pronounce his last name. Not, I'm not here to butcher more Swedish last names. Marcus, <laughs> you know who you are. He tweeted in, "Kane is brilliant. I never considered getting writ. Da 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 da. But da da da. Does he bring value at twelve five? Chelsea fixtures looking good. Extra two million wouldn't go amiss." So yeah, he's talking about exactly that.
0: Yeah, going to Murata. I mean, twelve five. There's there's not much value to be made if you're if you're priced at twelve five in this game. But if you're captaining them, then that's where you get the value. Uh, yep. we've we've talked about this plenty of times. I I'm starting to actually come completely full circle, turned around on Lukaku, just because it's starting to be just silly. And you know, he had a brace again tonight, and he could have had a hat trick in the Champions League game against Ceska, where. He's just returning at will, and he's similar to Kane, where I feel surprised if they would play a game and he doesn't get in there.
1: Yeah, it does, and, it does seem like that. And he's at I mean, one, f- one blank all season, and it was yeah, a one blank. miss.
0: Exactly, and is <laughs> M- riding him like a fucking horse, and at Liverpool is not a bad fixture because they play with Matip and Lovren or Clavon or whoever the fuck's playing <laughs> center back. I mean, that's tailor-made for him coming in. And then he's got at Huddersfield in game week nine. So I know it's tempting to look at someone like Morata or, or Lacazette at a mil and a half cheaper, and the fixtures are on paper better, but having a hard time thinking about removing Lukaku is just so steady, and he's just returning so consistently.
1: Yeah, it's really tough. I mean, you're right, though. At Liverpool, at Huddersfield... That's ridiculous to try and transfer him out before those. Home Spurs at Chelsea is a whole different – give me some expression here. whole different uh, kettle of fish. But that's the thing is
0: that you have two games where it's like, okay, maybe you won't get like braces. But he could easily get a goal out of those two games. And then do you want to spend – Two transfers just to no, it's, obvi- it's and obviously and
1: not worth two transfers. Yeah,
0: because that's then twelve and thirteen. He's home Newcastle, home Brighton, at Watford. It's like that's fucking dumb. Yeah, we you know, always talk about for that. the
1: invisible value of like free transfers, and we right. know it's really fucking high, but it's hard to actually quantify. Yeah,
0: but it's high, and for these reasons, just looking at the fixtures, where I don't think the eight the eight fixture at Liverpool is bad, and obviously the nine fixture at Huddersfield is fantastic. Am I expecting yeah, right. twenty points in at home Spurs at Chelsea? No, but I'm not capting him in either, and I'm saving transfers or spending them elsewhere, keeping him in place for home Newcastle, home Brighton, at Watford, and twelve to fourteen feels safer to me at this point. So
1: Man, I've who to cap in game ten is the only hard thing with Spurs at United. Yeah, I mean,
0: that's just Mr. Salad all day.
1: Yeah, maybe, maybe so.
0: Hundred percent, dude. Fucking home, <laughs> home, huddy. That's gonna be a fuck
1: We'll see what the league looks like. Yeah, we'll we'll be we'll captaining see. We'll see. We'll see. fucking Bakary Sako by then. Don't, don't start. <laughs> but
0: so the other yeah, thing, just I'm coming around, macro. Fuck,
1: dude. He's just so automatic.
0: Yeah, he's automatic. The other thing, more macro though, I just do want to talk about is you know with the captaincy. It's just you can captain one guy a week. So if you're spending, you know. 34 million on your on your strike force it's tough you know it's just tough cuz you can easily put Vardy in and there are a couple six guys I want to talk about in a little bit with you some left field shouts that I've been having my eye on that you could redistribute your money a little bit you know maybe two heavy hitters one more budget guy you got a really beefy defense you know things like that so you know it's a tough one i think you it, really need yeah, to look it's at it's more captaincy.
1: normal to think that way i just I just don't think it'll be worth it long term. Like, I really have a feel, and I guess, you know, everyone is kind of having this feeling right now, but it feels to me that these, like, five guys or these top, top forwards are really just going to, like, pull away from everyone. Like, Vardy's hitting some form, like, Firmino's out of form. Sure, you can swap there. Who knows when Vardy will be out of form. Like these these five elite guys just feel like all season they're just gonna be the best players all season. You know what I mean? Just like yeah. best captain's some- highest scores yeah. all year.
0: There is something in that comfort just because looking at Firmino, it's like we need to talk ourselves into holding him. And it's not like he's cheap as fuck. Like he's still nearly a premium player. Yeah. And we're like, oh, like, well, okay, Mane was yeah. out and then you know, they had the yellow they had the red card against City that game and he's been kinda bad. His stats he has taken two shots in the last three games. But when Mane comes back, he's gonna be good again, right? Like, no, not necessarily. He had seven game weeks where he ran off straight blanks last year. You know, he's not a sure thing. So when you pay ten or ten and a half premiums for Murata, Lukaku, Aguero, Jesus, Lacazette, you know you're getting fucking returns there.
1: Yeah. There's just yeah. no way. They're just too you know, and that's the thing with Firmino at strikers, like, he is very abnormal. He's nothing like any of these guys, not even Vardy or anything. You know, he he creates chances at, like, a midfielder's rate, and he scores some goals. He's not the type of guy who's going to just, like, on, you know, keep shooting constantly every game, even when out of form, you know. How many fucking times has Kane hit the post this year and just, like... He's not that guy. So when, he, when he's not finishing the few chances he gets per game and he looks bad, then, like, I don't know. feels like moving, but fuck, dude. I don't know. I don't fucking know.
0: Good. I'm glad we have a pod and we, neither of us know what to do. Ugh. Uh,
1: it's uh, tough. This is our
0: life. All right, so I want to also, just keep you on the theme of the forwards, I really do want to talk about the budget forwards because I think a trick is being missed when we're all looking at Firmino and Vardy as that kind of third forward. I'm seeing value in the six million real budget forwards. I think Andre Gray is someone we need to start thinking about. Yeah,
1: Andre's good, and but I think this Bonnie. Is his first goal of the year, you really are just like all in after that one goal.
0: I'm not all in. I'm just talking about him on our podcast as a oh, name to God. mention. Okay, I think Bonnie is someone we need to think about as well. I think if you're looking at the fixtures, obviously Watford's fixtures are terrible. Swansea's fixtures are a lot better. Bonnie and Andre Gray both had very good stats this past game week. Both starting, Andre Gray looks like a, a Silva type player. You know, he paid eighteen or some whatever the fuck million for him from Burnley. He's
1: good. Uh, clearly, we've always liked him. He, he's just good. Yeah, he,
0: he's a he's an interesting player. I, th- I I don't know if I would go so far to call him as as good because he's got that kind of donkey first touch quality about him. But he's got a lot of pace. I think he's good. He, yeah, he, he might be good. I, I'm still not 100% sure on like he's good yet, but yeah. he's someone I think for FPL at his price, He's 6-3 right now. Watford are playing good stuff. The fixtures are not good for Watford, but they could be worse. I think home arsenal is not not a bad fixture for him. At Chelsea, he's very bad in game week nine. Um, he's got at West Brom this week. It's probably a pretty tough one for him home Stoke in 10, uh, home West Ham 12, at Newcastle 13. It's a little bit of not a mixed bag. For, yeah, it's a mixed not bag. that bad. It's a mixed bag for Wofford. But Bonnie is on the other side of the coin with just absolutely fantastic fixtures. The question there, I think, is more on just, is he going to be back to Bonnie from a couple of years ago? You know, He's not a spring chicken anymore. The fixtures are great for them. But as a team, they're not creating much. He, again, looked good, had good stats this week. I'm not that sure if, if, it, if this is one of those where you'd be buying into the fixtures more than the form of the player. If you're looking at the form of the player, I think Andre Gray's a great shot. I mean, 6'3 is pretty cheap. And if you're looking at Andre Gray at 6'3 compared to the likes of Richarlison, Richie, all of those mid yeah, midfielders, it's, it's just that's what I'm looking at. I think that he's more likely to be in there with a brace than hoping for a return from one of those midfielders. And if you can put him up top, drop that midfielder down a 4-5, stick with a 4-3-3 three, three with two premiums in attack with maybe Gray as your third forward, two premium midfielders, four absolute premium defenders, you have yourself a good team there. Yeah, that's a and
1: that's a good team, yeah.
0: It's just you're trying to look outside of the box because everyone's kind of – no one's zigging when everyone else is zagging. Well, yeah,
1: around. that's really, FPL, especially like last season and this season, I feel like everyone is making, like, the most definitive calls after every single game week, you know? Like, this is best, this player's my stone, like, blah, blah, blah. And all the transfers are happening early in the week and all the wild cards, and everyone's taking hits, and it's crazy. But, yeah, I think it is a good call to just bring up the... There are more ways to win this game than just one, and, you know, you don't have to follow the herd to do it. Yeah, I
0: mean, I've been seeing a lot of 5-2-3 teams this year that look great, and they're ahead of me in the standings, and I think it's just the way that the game's going with all these wingback players for defense offering value, and how many heavy-hitting forwards are, are hitting right now, it's just there's a lot of different... Formations that you could play with that are all good. It's it's five, not just two, 3 4 3. three <laughs> it's, no, I mean, it's, it's, it's a no, serious thing it's that you It's super yeah.
1: real. It's just so insane. Like, imagining like three years ago thinking that like 5 2 3 might no, be the best yeah, formation. Forget about it. Ballistic. Yeah. Fucking, what about Calvert Lewin, too? <sighs>
0: we're not talking about Calvert
1: <laughs> I mean, if we're talking about, come on, Wilfred Boney scores the well, goals then, for Swansea, then, he's. He's like Everton's best attacker, honestly. Well,
0: we're going to have to talk about Omar Nias. Omar. Omar, don't call me Omar Nias. I mean, freezed out, couldn't even get a, a trackie from Everton, and then he comes in and fucking scores a brace and saves Coleman's
1: dick. Yeah, I'm captaining him this week.
0: Captain captain, Nias?
1: Captain Omar Burnley. Ugh, I'm tired of talking about forwards. I
0: feel like we're missing some good storylines, though, Todd's. What are we doing here? What do we need to talk? I want to talk about Liverpool because you've been off for a couple, and they've been a mess. That one-one against that ridiculous joke team in Russia was
1: bad. God, dude, that Russian team is so bad. Talk to me. I mean,
0: what are we doing here?
1: Couldn't complete basic, simple passes. I don't know. I'm not worried at all, to be honest. I mean, like, it's not good. The one-one's not good, but it was a way, and it's a point. I feel like we'll just smash them 4-0 at Anfield. Like, they're so bad. I'm really not worried about it at all. And the Leicester game was really ugly, but we won. So it's three points. I don't care. Phil is back. That's just any any drama that was left over or whatever, you can just throw that in the garbage. Phil is just back and genius. I mean, Salah keeps howling every week, but he gets so many chances, so many more chances than any other midfielder that he also keeps scoring every week. Um, both of our goalies are just awful. Uh, I think that's... I mean, I knew Carius was awful, and I was I was kind of like, Miggs is okay, like, he's come around to be solid, but, oh, God, he was bad. Um, And then Bob. Bob is really the only thing worth talking about, I feel like. I mean... Yeah, he's just he just is so out of form. It's one of those things where it's like he plays 90 in the Champions League. He was so out of form. He missed two really good chances, could have had more than that. He and missed if, a sitter against Leicester. Yeah, and a sitter versus Leicester. And, I mean, not a sitter, yeah, but he should have scored. Uh, it it wasn't like a sitter. tap-in, though, but there was more yeah, of a but... sitter in the Champions League. It was like a point-blank header. Yeah. Fine, 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 fine. Um, And it's like, I just I just don't know with him. Like, he still hasn't been on the team long enough for me to, I feel like, appropriately gauge, like, when he's coming in or out of form. Like, I feel like him playing 90 is almost Klopp being like, I'm just going to play you until you start scoring. Because he was the obvious sub. You know, like, when when people saw Sturge coming on, I was like, oh, this is 100% for Firmino, like, He's looked bad. He's missed chances, like for like change. And then it was for Mane, who's hasn't even been playing and definitely doesn't need a rest. So it was really weird making that sub. But I just don't. I just honestly don't know. I mean, I feel like it's one of those things where because I don't know, I might end up just saving this week and just like say at Newcastle, pretty good fixture. Maybe Bob will be back and forth. Maybe they'll get a pen, which will. Catapult him into form. Who knows? It at Newcastle is one of those fixtures where it's like if we score within the first thirty minutes, we'll probably score three. You know.
0: What do you think about Bob being rested
1: this weekend? I think it's definitely possible. Um, That's a shout, right? Yeah, yeah. He played ninety. Um,
0: He's been shit.
1: Yeah, he's been he's been out of form, but
0: the o- the only thing I'm I'm talking myself out of him being rested is that just cuz you know how Klopp normally does it before international break where he just runs everyone into the ground and then sends them off and then he collects them back and figures out who's broken and who needs Yeah, to and managed.
1: it's also I mean Firmino's still his main man. It, you know that must be said like Can from FPL perspective and goal scoring perspective, which is, you know, usually how strikers are judged. He's definitely out of form, but like from work rate and chances created and tackling and defensive duties, I'm sure Klopp is still like pretty pleased with his performances, so you know i'm I'm slightly worried about being rested, but usually when he's fit, he starts i mean pretty much every game in the last forty <laughs> if he's fit, he starts probably, so yeah that's fair, you know, I don't know. I don't know. It's it's tough. I could I could do Firmino to Murata, and it's like, how could that be bad? I'm not sure. It's not bad.
0: That's fantastic. It seems just, fantastic, but
1: but then you still have Mendy. So hi. I still have Mendy, Jones, and Chalaba.
0: Yeah, dead actual dead people. Yeah. So I see dead people
1: if I then. if I do do something like Firmino to Murata... by the way, Murata, fucking nightmare, worst fixture against City, which. Makes it a lot less appealing. If I were to do that though, I guess I'd probably definitely wild card over the international break because then it's like I only have one free and I still have those problems to deal with. You know what I mean? Versus if I'm getting maybe I could work around like Mendy Jones double change or something. I mean, I think that we need to get there when we start talking about our
0: teams. If you're taking a hit or you're looking at wild carding after game week seven, then Everything, all, all bets are
1: off. Yeah, I mean, fuck. I don't know yet. I don't know yet. Yeah. What we're else not, should we not talk at about? That, we're not at that segment yet, Alon, so yeah, get okay, online. Okay,
0: okay. Mm. Okay.
1: Oh, no, no. <laughs> We didn't talk about Slack.
0: No, me and Nate talked about Slack really good. No, we, really need to, hard. Yeah,
1: we need to talk about Patreon because you and Nate just absolutely butchered.
0: Dude, me and Nate, fuck you, dude. It was all Nate's fault. All Nate's fault.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was. Nate's I set him up. I Nate's, teed him up. Yeah, you teed him up. You fucking. Fuck. What's it called in volleyball when you fucking set up Set it. Up for, yeah, set you set her. him for a fucking spike, yeah. and, what, and then he like took the volleyball like, and shoved uh, it up his fucking yeah, asshole. He was like, "Uh, it's basically like a big chat room oh, where like, God, uh, it was, was okay. Like, yeah, great, Nate. Everyone's in to join now.
0: Yeah, it it's sounds really helping great. us out.
1: Yeah." So patreon.com slash FMLPL, um, you know, you go there, subscribe, you help keep the pod alive. There's different levels that you can contribute to the pod. You can get behind-the-scenes audio, which is just me and Walsh, like, banting before and after every pod and shit like that. Um, you get into the Prize League, which is what we were talking about earlier, where we send out an FMLFPL mug to the winner of every month. It's genius and the fucking cherry on top of everything is the slack. It's just a group fuck fest. Everyone just hangs out there constantly. I spend both of us spend all of our time there, especially now that my vacation's over. Talk about everything, different rooms for different shit, rate my teams, everything, dude. It's just full on bants, everything. And especially on match days, it's the best. I'm I'm very happy about it. And uh that's the Patreon, right? Started, Nate. Nate, what do you think about that? Uh, oh what? Oh what?
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, I cannot wait for the Nate text message after he listens to this.
0: Oh, are you are you talking about Patreon?
1: <laughs> you sound like know. Andrew Luck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 it's a it's a chat room. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, I mean, I <laughs> uh, love you, Nate. Fucking magical golden voice.
0: I would like to talk about Arsenal. Arscast? Yeah, Arscast. So the clean sheet was a ridiculous joke. That it should never have been a clean sheet most ever. bullshit thing ever. God should damn. never have been a clean sheet. But Lacazette has my head turned.
1: He's just, he's just good at football. <laughs> he's, he's good. Yeah, I love
0: I think, him. He, I think he's a lot better than Morata from what I've seen.
1: Like it's, wow! Like
0: as a footballer, I think that Murata's getting more lucky based on his circumstance, than Lacazette is just tucking away much harder chances. For what I'm saying, wow!
1: That's I, I, very I surprising think, for me to hear. I mean, I, I rate both really highly. I, I rate both. Never, I love. I love. I would them both. never I say love that Murata. one is well better than the other, though. I, I think, think
0: Lacazette's well better than Murata. I think wow. they're on different planes.
1: Wow, I think wow, Murata's wow. got like he's got
0: the height. And he's going to do these headers and things like that that Lacazette can't do, but Lacazette's feet are just so fucking tidy, dude. Yeah, he, I mean, he sorts shit out like, like, like does like half a donk compared to Lacazette. Lacazette's got, got me going. I'm very excited. It was very, very interesting watching him against the West Brom because it's kind of one of those where Pulis has his fucking, like, maple tree oaks in the middle of the fucking field just blocking everything up. And Lacazette's trying to find his way into the game and, they didn't have Otsu, and they will do next game for sure because Ozil's the praying mantis god of life. I think he's going to be starting to fire hard, and Lacazette, I'm starting to really salivate uh, getting him in and looking at him as being kind of a big differential.
1: Well, yeah, these are always the things that we were talking about with Morata and Lacazette is, like, we still haven't seen them in their strongest 11s yet, and that's still the case with both because yep. Ramsey was so far forward, and that would be normally be Otsu's spot, and yeah I mean Ram- I think Ramsey's. they're both really fucking good. I mean, like the, it's it's Ramsey's hard so there's okay. not enough forward spots to fucking tit so you, that's why I, you can't uh, you that's... can't have Kane and then you can't keep rom and and then you have fucking these these and city guys to decide from it's just it's too hard it's too it's tough. fun though. It's, it's fun. really fun. I love having fun. Yeah, it feels like kind of a return to old FBL, where it's just like forward festival.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think it's it's a nice problem to have. But I'm getting really excited about Lacazette just because that game. It wasn't tailor made for him to have a fucking brace at all. The script of that game was just a fucking fuck fast, like one-one, whatever. And he found a way. And ha- I mean, him on pens for I Arsenal. Mean, but those team
1: returns that- were not like and they were he did a good job but they were not like fucking one's a pen and the other one was a rebound it was a half goal. chance
0: but again it's just the kind of thing where the game script is not leading to a lacazette brace mm-hmm. and he persisted with it and you know was in a good positions and he ended up with a brace and yeah. a really difficult fixture I and mean, when they they could have lost on a bad day for arsenal and drew on a Good day. the 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 result yeah. was very flattering for them. They Definitely. did not deserve it two nil, no. and I think Lacazette's that's the kind of player that's going to just keep coming into it. Otsel in there in my brain is just thinking like, "Holy fuck, they're going to score so many goals."
1: Yeah, I, I I totally agree. I mean, yeah the the chan- the amount of like chances and through balls that Otsel could hit that. Alexis and Rambo and what our dick fuck we're just fucking up all week are just massive. It'll just change change everything for them, we think.
0: Yeah, but the main thing is the conundrum is you're looking at Lacazette versus Murata, which is, I mean, how do you call
1: that? Yeah, it's so tough. I, I don't know how to call that. I mean, Chelsea, they both have really nice fixture runs over the next three or four. I mean, you yeah. can't really say one or the other. I mean... There's, there's no right answer. There's really just yeah. no right answer. I guess you would go Laka, maybe the pens ticket over an extra notch, but man, I don't know. Murata's form's been definitely hard to ignore. I mean, he's yeah, he looks good. number two scorer in the game, so. All right, so last dude, thing, I, stu- we got to talk about that fucking Marotta performance because everyone is sucking Chelsea's dick for like all the big away performance at Stoke but not mentioning that Stoke's backline is the actual worst piece of shit I've ever seen in the Premier League by far. Yeah, I mean it's
0: it's the same thing that happened with City 2 weeks ago against um Watford when they had Capicelle and and Mariapetto back bearing. Yeah, like, You know, you got to take things on balance and when you're looking at the The 11 against the 11, you make your own determinations and judgments based on who is playing in that game.
1: Stokes, they had a back three of Glenner, Peters, and Martin Zindy.
0: Yeah, and, I mean, it's, it's a, a, ri-
1: and wing wingbacks.
0: Yeah, it's a ridiculous. It was more ridiculous on Sparky than the players themselves uh, because
1: they just had he, no fit center backs.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, he took them into a position to not succeed, to a position to just diabolically implode based on the formation he was playing. He had no fit center backs, and he played three center back systems. So yeah. you <laughs> should be like maybe fired for that because that's <laughs> ridi- that's ridiculous. Yeah, you can't you can't reason that. There's no reasoning for that. Absolutely. So. But no, I, I mean I take your point. I think that the hat trick was still well taken. I mean every oh, single gorgeous. one of his every single gorgeous. one of his goals was beautiful. But on balance, he's you know he he'll be lucky to face a symbolic defense like that again this season. Yeah,
1: and, and Asbury should be mentioned too because he's still just so good at what he does. He has five big chances created on the season, just as many as like the top midfielders and forwards. You know, he's just doing it. Those crosses he. His crosses are like the Hendo crosses. They both like the exact same like position. Like they just hit it first time, right footed, bends around to the far post. It's just it's just great. He's great at them. He's he just tees up Maranta with with pleasure. Spanish friends.
0: Yeah, he's been getting forward a lot from the back three position. He's kind of giving having that license so far. But I think it's a good segue because I did want to touch on before we got to the end of the pod on. Premium defenses, because I think a lot of people who are looking at that, you know, 4 3 3 setup or, you know, reshifting money around into the defense with the wingbacks and all that shit. We're really looking at a, a, a few premium teams with the City, you know, have Walker, Otto Mendy, Mendy dead, RIP too soon. And then we have, you know, Chelsea have, um, Moses, left field shout. Um, Alonso, then you're looking at Arsenal with Montreal Monreal Magnet, and United who have, you know, Baye, Valencia and all them. If you're having a pick between these kind of premium defenses also, you know, Ben Davies on, on Spurs, the Spurs of the lives what are you looking at?
1: You're talking like from a team or player by player? Both. I think it's one of those yeah. where if you're going
0: to be going 4-3-3, you pick three of these guys.
1: Do you yeah. want to double, or if not
0: triple, do you want to put all your eggs in one basket as a differential? Do you want to spread it? I mean, what do, uh, you, what well, do you think about that? I was kind of that?
1: thinking about, well, as I was thinking about my team and how to deal with my situation, I was, I have David in attack, but I was kind of wondering if maybe I should double city defense. I mean, you look at Ottomendi and Stones, and maybe even Danilo, if Mendy ends up being out a long time, is also going to be nailed, and other than Jones, that's and, and Monreal, Montreal, that's like as cheap as you can get. And I consider, you know, City, United, Spurs, Chelsea, the top defenses. I don't put Arsenal anywhere near them. No,
0: Arsenal's not touching them.
1: Yeah, Arsenal's not anywhere near them. So I would, I would rather have Mendy, Danilo, something like that. If Mendy's out for a while, than than Montreal. So I was thinking about a, a double City defense as a good thing. Um, I, th- I still think Ben. Di- Dan-
0: <laughs> dan, dan
1: ba- <laughs> I still think Dan babies uh dan Dan Babes. Dan Babies is a great pick Ben Davies, um you know you they they got a red card and then they let up two goals like that that happens West Ham's a crazy team, and weird shit happens when you play West Ham, they're still gonna get a boatload of cleans and Ben Davies is still a good attacker um. I mean, Phil Jones, up until like an hour ago, was easily the best out of all of these players, but now he might be injured. We don't really even fucking know, so that's a nightmare.
0: So many doubts.
1: Yeah, there's many doubts to be and had. So
0: so many doubts.
1: And then, yeah, I mean, Aspel, who I just mentioned, I think is terrific. I mean, Louise will be back after this game week, and we assume straight back into the starting lineup, and he's now under 6 million, which is incredible I think for Chelsea I think that's defender.
0: that's a pick of the litter for me yeah I Louise think. is
1: that at that price is really really good but Azpil an- has been you know he has four assists that's nothing to you know he's only 0.6 more and he has four assists that's yeah that's worth it so far
0: I mean you don't sneeze at that but it's a tough one because he's playing still very much as a Center back and a back three. So, yeah. how many times is he going to be coming up to the halfway line and putting in a diag that's yielding an
1: assist? Yeah, it's very. I feel unlikely. like he's it's a low X, and that, xg yeah. type of play,
0: and that and that's what I'm saying. It's like I feel like his points. If you've had him to date, like God bless you, you're you're swimming, but expecting future returns based on his positioning and. What he's doing attacking wise is, right. is a, uh, I wouldn't be doing
1: that. Yeah, that's very, Which is why very I'm sharp. very
0: keen on Moses as a fucking huge differential. He's a 1% ownership and he's getting better attacking stats than Alonso the last couple of weeks. And, you know, he's a classy guy. He, he does it. And I think at 6'5 he's a good shot. He's not going to be good on bonus for sure. Just like Alonso not good on bonus, but I think he's someone to look at. Yeah. But and you wonder- would
1: never take Moses over Louise, right?
0: No, no, no. The point yeah. six is huge. I mean, that's a huge difference. Yeah. I think if you, especially, it might be point point seven if if David Luiz yeah, drops to five drop, point eight. Dropping, yeah. Yeah. By next game, I think David Luiz is going to be the most ridiculous bargain value of FPL after he comes back from his ban. Yeah, and, and fucking
1: Rudiger too. I don't. We don't really know like what they're. Ideal back three is, yeah. It was weird yeah, it was seeing Gazza benched and then exactly. down for Alonzo. It's all fucked up.
0: Exactly. It was a really weird one seeing Gaza benched because he's back. You think he's just going to slot straight in. and the the captain, slot and, in. Yeah. they yeah. yeah, have Christensen has been doing playing great stuff this season, so we're not 100% sure on what their most settled back five is. But Chelsea defense seems the most surefire thing to buy into for me. City defense, I agree with you. I think having a double city defense is just fantastic because they have so many good home fixtures. They have 70% possession in both of these games. It's, and, a, big dif- it's a big differential. And, yeah, I think and if that- we're going
1: to assume that Mendy is out for months, which is it looks like it might be that kind of injury, then we're talking about Danilo, 5'5", five, five, nailed. Very, very attacking. And Otto Mendy, 5'7", has shown himself to be nailed. You know... They're just rack up clean sheets for fun. I don't know. That's hard to get better value than those two. And City have shown... You know, we thought they were going to do this last season with clean sheets. And because of basically Claudio Bravo and some unlucky shit, they ended up not keeping as many cleans as we thought. But they look to be doing that job this year. Ederson's a big improvement. And, you know, that this is what happens when you have that much possession every game.
0: Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think Ederson's a very very big big improvement from Bravo, but th- he played Delph at left-back last night, or two nights ago, so I don't know how nailed Danilo is, right, and he right. really doesn't look like any remote shout at an attacking return playing on the left. He's just out of depth there. That's fair. So I would be more tempted to go with...
1: If- on Stoner. Yeah, I or, are. Or,
0: or, I mean, if fucking company is supposed to be back, like Walker and Ottomendi, yeah, maybe Walker Otamendi
1: is m- maybe safest.
0: Yeah, I mean, Walker is definitely the best option from City Defense. Yeah, yeah, I think. absolutely.
1: I'm just trying but to find the value.
0: No, I know. I'm. I agree. I'm looking for the value. It's a tough one, just because you don't know what he's going to do. Yeah, he could play. He played Ottomendi. We had one game where he played company and Ottomendi, and Stones is on the bench. I don't know, like, oh, that's definitely going to happen again next game. Like, maybe he plays Stones. I have no fucking clue. Maybe
1: he plays Mangala. Yeah,
0: so it's a right. tough one. So it's almost like thinking, okay, I would rather just have Walker and fucking David Luiz. Like, he's only, like, 0.2 more than Otamendi. Yeah. And he's on a better defensive team, you know, that kind of thing. Or I just want to go double Chelsea defense, and I want to play that differential.
1: But I feel like Luiz... Are we certain that he's 100% nailed?
0: 100% nailed. He's know. never if, not started. If Cahill's
1: not, not 100% nailed, I don't know well, if he's shit. Is 100% nailed.
0: Gaza is fucking shit. Yeah, Gaza is David Luiz has never not started a game he's been fit for since he's been there with Conte.
1: Yeah, but I, I think Cahill's the same except for this week.
0: Well, you we can't say that anymore.
1: Well, I know, but it's fucking one week off. I'm just saying there's a lot of guys in the mixer now. Uh, aspil's the only nailed centre back, I think. Fine. Like, there's just Louise, Rudiger, Christensen, Gaza. Hey, I mean, fine. I I agree. I think Louise is almost definitely nailed. I think I think David but like, but I like, I think never... is equally nailed. Is all I'm saying. Okay,
0: I don't agree. I think David Louise is a, a step above Otamendi for us.
1: <sighs> God damn it.
0: Yeah, fuck you. That's, That's fine. Yeah, fine. Different opinions. That
1: yeah, fine. Fine. Oh, well, it's great to be back. Yeah. Oh, it's good to be back. Oh, okay. 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 <sighs> yeah, I think that that about covers the top defenders. I mean, fuck, dude, Aurier was so good in person. Holy fuck, he was so impressive. And then he fucking fast. pulls up the dumbest fucking red card ever.
0: He's, mm. he's a fa- fast boy. Yeah. Let's go to captains. What are we looking at?
1: Yep, um, we're looking at Harry Kane, great captaincy um, option. It's annoying they have the early game again. Don't yeah, like love,
0: that. love the early game for Spuds.
1: You love the early game for Spuds? No, they
0: do. Uh, they yeah, being yeah, the they people being who the, figure
1: this out. Yeah, Dec- I, I don't. I don't love that. Yeah. Um, but Lukaku's
0: got to be in the thoughts also. Yeah, it's, off it's the between
1: them, right? I mean, yeah. So yeah. and Lukaku, sorry walsh but yeah palace is obviously not good and that's home palace is maybe best fiction in the league right now
0: absolutely best fiction in the league
1: okay yeah i didn't want to yeah. so,
0: no question out. about that no don't, don't. come on this fpl baby
1: fpl so yeah i mean rom is going to be captain by over 50 percent of, of people probably yeah. Huddersfield
0: um, also very tight this year. I yeah, mean, they've defensively been very they've given. defensively.
1: So, I mean, it's fair, to, it's fair to say Rom over Kane. I think that's fair, even though I rate Kane a thousand times better than Rom. Yep. Um, so what are you leaning? Where are you going? I have it on Kane right now just because I default always have it on Kane for life. And I th- think I'd probably keep it there because it's just... I mean, he just had a half trick in the Champions League without Ericsson and Ali. Like, his form is absolutely absurd right now. Yep. So I'm on Kane, but it's tight. I could see myself flip flopping potentially. What about you? I mean, it's Kane all the way.
0: You know, I don't captain
1: against Pals. Oh, yeah, that's true.
0: Yeah. I don't do that. So, I mean, Ram is a fucking Belgian dunk fuck, so he can go fuck himself up the ass. And I think Harry's gonna, you know, put Hodges feel by the sword. It's a ridiculous David Wagner story. They had negative goal differential last year and they fucking promoted that. <laughs> you ridiculous. hate,
1: you hate Wagner. I. Hate Huddersfield. I
0: absolutely hate their team. I think it's the most ridiculous thing that they are where they are in the league table. They've
1: been really good defensively. It, it's- yeah, I I don't give a fuck about that. It's
0: just they got promoted with a negative goal differential and they added basically nothing. They Mounier. added Steve. They added Steve Mounier, who played one game. He's been out since then. They should be getting destroyed. They should be worse than Brighton. They're good. They're kind of good. But they should. That's, a, that's what
1: I'm saying, is that's fucking upsetting me so much. Yeah, but duck, duck, Wagner is what you're after. not understanding. Yeah. Uh, we well, see
0: there all year. Last year, when they're getting promoted for negative goal differential, well, that was all fucking, thinking. No, 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 no! They're playing like Sheffield Wednesday, and they're getting done. And now they're Duh. fucking playing Southampton, and He's all just these fucking experimenting promosions. with
1: different no, formations. No, no. Dude, you, shit. you, just you just need to fuck out of for you. the Premier League,
0: dude. No, you need to get the fuck out <laughs> of my face right now! I'm getting upset. <laughs> <laughs> They're terrible, and it's a matter of time until they get a hiding. And I think that this is probably
1: a good time for it. You think this is this is the time? Cometh the man, cometh the hour. I mean, again, it's
0: just an absolute ridiculous thing that they are where they are.
1: It's it's ridiculous. Yeah, they've been really good defensively. There's
0: there's been nothing like this ever in the history of the Premier League with a know team. I mean, there's never how been a team been good. Yeah, there's never been a team to get promoted from the championship with a negative goal goal differential and like now that we have them here that they're like mid table and they're decent they're not decent they didn't add anybody they added a fucking forward they should be getting ran truck on by all of these mid table and upper level sides. so it's just a matter of time until they're like pressing and making red card tackle challenges getting called for yellow cards Get called for red cards soon. I see your point. I
1: see your point. It's
0: it's a matter of time until it's like a seven nil. It's like oh wow, like David Wagner, like cool. You're wearing the same glasses as Jurgen Klopp, <laughs> but your players are fucking shit. Like get the fuck out of my face.
1: I see your point. Yeah, I and mean, I'll stand by. They've been really good this year, <laughs> but yeah, I mean both of those picks are are really good captains. I think. Um, I don't know. I don't know which way I'll end up. It's not gonna be Firmino, that's for sure. Pfft,
0: Firmino? R I P. Yeah, we'll get
1: Lamb's out there for that.
0: So our teams, what are you doing? You got one free. Fuck, you dude, have mul- so that's multiple the thing. I, deaths.
1: I need help. I mean, like, yeah, I've one Paul? free. I have my entire bench right now are red flags and Jones orange flag.
0: So, so. are you looking at to at popping the wild card after the international break?
1: I mean honestly, in hindsight, I feel like I should have popped the wild card this week. You have so many good players though. You have like
0: Kane, Lukaku, Salah, David Silva. Like you have Here's the thing. If I popped
1: wildcard, yeah, I wouldn't touch any of the guys you just named. Kane, Lukaku, Salah, David. But I'd probably change almost everyone everyone else else except like Naughton, Elliot, and maybe Brady. Yeah,
0: so you need to just put a band aid on it and you're gonna pop it during the break.
1: Yeah, I guess so. But your reasoning being that I'll just have more time and more price changes Hell potentially yeah. over the break.
0: Yeah, and I mean the information that you'll get, like you know, maybe someone gets injured over the break yeah. or whatever, and it's like two weeks. You can't do it now. It's just dumb because yeah, you're gonna yeah. you're gonna leave yourself um, two days susceptible. So tinkering. it's yeah. just not enough yeah. time. No, 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 it's not good. Said, yeah, so um, that means I think, that
1: basically I'm looking to like punt this week, which means I'm probably going to go just off the top of my dick right now for Mino to Lacazette, and maybe I'll captain Lacazette or something like that.
0: Yeah, I, I think that's sound.
1: You could, <laughs> okay.
0: I mean, you, you could also look, though, because if you do that, I mean, you have Simpson, who's a good start to deputize for Bendy. Yeah. But if Jones doesn't play, you're going to have Carroll coming off the bench. Could you spend it in defense and and give Firmino a game? I but I can
1: start Naughton, Bertrand, Simpson easily. Well, see, but, but that's the thing. If I did that, if I did like a Jones or Mendy transfer and just kind of patch it, then that's that's more of a I'm not wildcarding next yeah. week you're, no, you're move, right? Because yeah. right? that's super passive, like yeah. – I'm just trying to patch it, which might be better. That might be a good move because no, I, I think you should
0: wildcard card next week. Why? Because so I think we have fixture shifts. Like you're going to want to get Chelsea players in. I mean, you have Silva fine, but Mendy's dead, and you have players that are on teams that have bad fixtures. So I think you could redistribute and 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 reallocate funds to the players
1: that are it's on just their. hard. Like Bertrand, like. You look at them and it's like it's kind of a bad pick. They've been kind of bad. They have such a good run right now.
0: Yeah, but Southampton are bad. They're really bad. But they're they're going to keep. Just, they're
1: going to keep like three ish cleans in the next five or six. I don't agree. I mean, I
0: think maybe like two at best. They're playing teams that are in and around them in the in the table, and I don't understand why Southampton have kind of like a. Golden Gun, where they're just gonna always be better than the mid-table teams. I they're, know. I mean, very mid-table. On
1: Brighton, Burnley, I think those are yeah. all like good clean shots. They've no, they they're, they're, they're kept good shots against bad teams this year. No, I mean,
0: yeah, no, they're good shouts, but it's not like someone like you spend five six on Mendy on City, who's of like, of course, of course. That, but that's what I'm saying. It's like those are the upgrades that you can make.
1: Yeah, fuck. I hate like committing to wildcard a week early, though. Yeah. I don't know, it, it, for Mino like to Lacazette, is that even committing to wildcard? It might not be. It might no, just be the best not, move regardless.
0: The thing that would hamstring you is that you would still have Mendy who's out for the rest of the year, and you have Jones who maybe he's going to be back in a couple of weeks or maybe Mourinho's making this all up, and you know we don't know. But so I, get, yeah, that's I the guess only thing.
1: Jones would be the thing that would sway me to definitely wildcard or maybe hold. Because if Jones ends up being fine, then I use next week's transfer on Mendy, and I'm I'm pretty fine. I'm like pretty yeah. much back to where I was with yeah, an upgrade from- of Lacazette over Firmino or something yeah. like that. Could
0: be could be fun. Hmm. I think. I mean, I think that's where you should be.
1: Yeah. So I mean, getting in Lacazette home Brighton—that's pretty insane. That's good. It's not bad. Um, what about you?
0: Um. So I'm absolutely nailed on to doing Hesse to Ruben Loftus cheek for a mil and a
1: half in Love the back. Love that. Welcome to four three three, brother.
0: Yeah, so I the, the thing about it that's been doing my head in is that I don't know I I've been tinkering around in my head with doing two Chelsea defenders alongside Jones and Davies Davis to give me like a big heavy defense. But Ward and Naughton just seem like fine. And they are I'm happy. Yeah, I'm like happy to be playing them at their at their price. I can do Firmino to lock as Wait,
1: do you and have two frees?
0: Yeah, I have two frees. Oh, so I'm thinking about doing that.
1: Well, you also have Jones though, so you also so need that, to see on that.
0: Well, that's the other thing is like if Jones doesn't play, I still have Ward and Francis. More than capable of coming off the bench.
1: Right. And then you'll just deal with it's just, next it's week. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's just not a priority to me because yeah, I have yeah. like a
0: decent defense and I have coverage.
1: And you don't have Mendy. Yeah, I don't have
0: Mendy. Exactly. So I was like, pretty, like, okay, like I want to hold Firmino, see what he does at Newcastle. But then the more I think about it, I'm like, okay, like you've been shit and you've been faffing about. And like we talked about earlier, do I have to talk myself into keeping you? and there's international break and then it's united and spurs off the back of that and i'm having a harder time talking myself into keeping him when i could just make this tidy double swap it's a simple switch
1: yeah it's one of those things where like it's relatively easy to talk yourself into it cuz you think liverpool okay united spurs those are actually kind of good fixtures based on you know a year and a half of klopp you know that's we do the top 6 times, teams but I don't know. It's still like hard to imagine that, you know? Yeah. So that's what I'm looking at. And I then mean, you I'm have a... at home, Brighton, at Watford. Yeah, yeah, so that's, that's what I said. It, would... hmm. yeah,
0: it, would, it would be a, a four-week, probably, pun on Lacazette, and then I would shift him on from Marat or who knows what at that point. But I'm definitely going to do the Hesse to Ruben Loftus-Cheek. I might just float and just let my team go and then figure yeah, out with two.
1: I think floating for Mino is is maybe the smartest thing. I, mean, like, I think
0: it's smarter, but I think that you know there's there's the points potential yeah. there yeah, yeah, from yeah. capitalizing on Locke's If at you home. pick
1: the right guy, there's a lot to be gained.
0: Right. So That's, what that's stuff. What I'm,
1: but maybe see like I could save and just start like a bad eleven this week. Yeah. And then next week I'll know better on Jones, Mendy, Firmino and I'll use three transfers for a minus four and fix everything and not need a wild card, potentially.
0: Yeah, you could, but then also at this point, it's like, what are you waiting for with your wild card?
1: I mean, it's not like, what am I waiting for? It's more just like, if I don't need to use it, why would I bother using it? You know what I mean? That's fair. I mean, last year, wild card absolutely tanked my season. Yep. Remember that?
0: Yeah, I do not remember very well.
1: It was just like, I wildcarded, and from that moment I dropped like 500,000 places over the next like 10 game weeks.
0: It it didn't work out for you?
1: So I guess I'm a little scared of wildcarding too. Like, (laughs) I'm just going to pick all the bad guys.
0: I just want to pick the good guys. Yeah, I just want to pick the good guys. Okay. Um, So the the other thing though, also, I mean, maybe post-script this, but. The other thing I was looking at doing is if I if I downgrade Jesse and I float, then I was looking at downgrading Firmino to someone like a Bonnie or or an Andre Gray and then bumping two of my four or five defenders up to like six million studs. Yeah, going four through through. three. I I feel like that's worse though, just because I'm I'm, yeah I don't think it's I'm punting so much on on like I just have no attackers that all of a sudden you know
1: yeah I don't like that you're only starting six attackers and one of them is like. Barney, yeah, it's, it's like, bad. Yeah, it's bad. If you're only yeah, starting think, six attackers, at least like five of them should be like elite. Some of the yeah. best picks in the game. So like, that's why I kind of like
0: doing this little fucking Lacazette punt, just going for it, and then I mean,
1: especially for home Brighton, it's very tempting.
0: Yeah, I mean that that would be the big allure, but at, at the same time, it's just like my overall team would be really good, and I can I can switch Lacazette onto Murat or even Jesus in a few weeks when the the fixtures for Arsenal get a little tougher and I think the structure because I still think that my 4-5s the defense are good with Ward and Notten and Francis and shit like that's a good
1: yeah and I still and I said earlier I I still agree that the it's best to have three heavy hitting forwards I think it's very yeah. reasonable to make your team that way
0: yeah it's just the captaincy thing
1: yeah it sucks i mean it's like yeah. okay. it's not the best value but it's the best players it's it's one of those weird things.
0: Yeah. All right, should we have to read our patrons out.
1: Oh, yeah, fuck. Um, wow, okay. Should it's I do it like, in, my, in only, my glorious return?
0: Yeah, it's only six guys that are in the spreadsheet.
1: Joseph Botica. That guy has been tweeting and shit for a long time. He's tweeting, emailing. I've seen that name a lot. He's a good lad. Uh, Troy Clark, Damir Nay, recognize that name. Jonathan Borden, Jordan Elmer, and Aaron Simonis. a.k.a. Sabonis on the fucking Trailblazers. Good on you guys. Thanks so much for uh titting. Those are the uh, new patrons of this week. Check us check us check us out. Uh, check uh, uh, at FMLBL.com, follow on Twitter at FMLPL, support us at patreon.com slash FMLPL and cheer.